This is KCIM News with Nathan Cones. Good morning, Nathan. Morning, John, and good morning, everyone. Republican Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds won her second full term in office after campaigning on a record of tax cuts and conservative handling of the state's economy. Reynolds handily defeated Democrat Dietrich DeGier after a campaign in which the incumbent uh, touted her success in building a $2 billion surplus for the state, even as she pushed through some historic tax cuts. Reynolds was first appointed governor in 2017 and narrowly won her first full term a year later, but her run for re-election never really seemed in doubt. Polling for months had shown that Reynolds was strongly favored over DeGier a Des Moines small business owner, and those polls proved true at the polls last night. DeGier was seeking to become the nation's first black woman elected as governor. And Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley was elected to an eighth term, defeating Democrat Michael Franken and putting himself in position to be the Senate's most senior member. Grassley beat the retired Navy Admiral on Tuesday after a race that was more competitive than the typically easy victories the veteran Republican has achieved since he was first elected to the Senate in 1980. Franken has campaigned aggressively for months in each of Iowa's 99 counties and portrayed Grassley as having served too long in office. Grassley ran on his seniority within the upper chamber and cast Franken as too liberal. Changing gears a bit, something outside of politics, the 2022 harvest season is practically finished. According to the latest USDA Iowa Crop Progress and Condition Report, producers had 5.3 days suitable for field work for the week ending November 6th, with attention focused on getting out what little crop remained in the field, completing fall tillage, applying anhydrous and seeding cover crops. Soybean harvest reached 97% complete, eight days ahead of last year and nine days ahead of the five-year average. Corn harvest pushed to just shy of 90% finish, that's six days ahead of 2021 and 11 days ahead of average. Experts note moisture content of field corn still being harvested stood at around 17%. Iowa Secretary of Agriculture Mike Neg, who was re-elected last night, says soybean harvest is nearing comp- uh, completion with corn close behind and farmers are also busy with other fall field work as conditions allow. Portions of the state received nearly a month's worth of badly needed moisture last week. Looking ahead, we will see a few more days of warm and dry conditions before a weather pattern changes uh, and ushers in colder air. The complete USDA Iowa Crop Progress and Condition Report is available online at nass.usda.gov. Ashton Wittrock, the Republican incumbent in the contested race for Carroll County Recorder, will retain her office at the courthouse. Wittrock defeated Democrat challenger Susie Bowles with 69.3% of the votes, or in real numbers, 5,381 votes to 2,382 Wittrock thanks Carroll County voters for their overwhelming support at the polls yesterday. I 100% thank every single voter in Carroll County. I think it keeps me working hard for Carroll County people. It keeps me honest. It keeps the integrity in the office. I am happy for the checks and balances in our system that allow us to keep the power in the hands of the people and not just in the select few. So I'm grateful for the competition and for the learning lessons. Wittrock was elected to the position in 2018 and is nearing the end of her first full term. Wittrock says there are always some nerves right after polls close, but she says the results show Carroll County voters have been pleased with her performance in the office. I think people in Carroll County are very wise when it comes to if someone's doing a good job, you continue with that trend. Now that Election Day is behind her, Wittrock says she's ready to get back to serving the people of Carroll County. Looking 
referred to some continuances and or changes in the recorder's office, continuances being good and helpful customer service, being able to get in and out as they are on their lunch breaks and things like that. Our documents, as far as our documents that were scanned, they are not indexed yet as far as that part is concerned. So there is still a lot of work ahead, and I'm happy to see these projects, see them through to the end, hoping to see an online payment option for our constituents in the next term here. I know that's not something I can do unilaterally, but I have already and continue to work with the state to look for an online payment option. Local results from the November 8th general election are available at carolbroadcasting.com as well as through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app. The vote tallies are unofficial until they're canvassed by the Carroll County Board of Supervisors, uh, which is scheduled for Monday, November 14th. We'll hear during the 8 o'clock hour from District 2 Supervisor winner Republican Mike Anderson of Breda. Uh, he d- did defeat incumbent Dean Shetler uh, by a relatively handy margin there as well. And then moving on, Iowans have voted to add a right to keep and bear arms into the state's constitution, a move that will make it more difficult to pass gun restrictions and easier to strike down existing gun laws. By approving the constitutional amendment yesterday, Iowa joins Alabama, Louisiana, and Missouri with constitutional language that requires courts to use what's called strict scrutiny when considering gun restrictions. That standard will make it very difficult for courts to uphold limits on gun possession, ownership, or use, such as future efforts to require more extensive background checks or to outlaw some kinds of firearms. And that does wrap up your KCIM 7 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Did you just dream of numbers last night uh, running after you, chasing you in the night in your dreams? Not at all. I, I was kind of bummed because I, I even brought in my graphing calculator. It's a TI-84. <laughs> I'm real proud of it. <laughs> Uh, I'm a dork, guys. I, I kind of lean into it a little bit, but I'm a huge geek. Uh, I love the data. The data tells really incredible stories, um, just in terms of kind of how things came in last night. Uh, initially, not to go off too much on a tangent, and yes, I did dream of numbers. Uh, <laughs> seven was chasing me all night well, long. Well, when you have a prized calculator, you know, that that just puts you on a whole other level. I wouldn't say it's prized. I just I haven't <laughs> used it since, like, calc. So, anyway... Yeah. Um, it was interesting. Typically, uh, absentee ballots tend to lean uh, more Democratic than Republican. Uh, it's not always the case, but that's just kind of a trend. And uh, absentee ballots, when they came in yesterday, showed Republicans doing surprisingly well, not just here locally, but across the state. Uh, and it was kind of uh, a bit of a, a foretelling of how the night was going to go here uh, in Iowa. Yeah, and and the trend, I think, in the future is going to be mail-in voting. A lot of it is going to be. Because you're having problems finding poll workers, things like that. So, yeah, I I think that's the wave of the future. People better just embrace it because it's probably going to be here before we know it. So. Anyway, Uh, end of of rant. We've got to get going. We've got to move on. One more thing, though, John. Uh, Dina made me some chicken stuff. Oh, no, it was a tater tot casserole. Tater tot casserole. Bacon, jalapeno, tater tot casserole. I know she listens. It was incredible, and I expect some soon. <laughs> you got, you just got some, man. Back off. I get the rest. I get the rest. <laughs> thank, okay? thank you, though. It was delicious. Back, get away from my tater tot casserole. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not giving up on that one. So, All right. Nathan Cones with your news here. Get the, all the results at 1380kcim.com and through the mobile app.